Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host and producer, Logan Landers, and join me talking about this NFL Week 2 game preview action between the Atlanta Falcons and the Green Bay Packers is my guy, Mr. Football, Vincent Turner. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, man, go Falcons. Hey, there you go. There you go. Got to support the hometown team off to a great 1-0 start. We'll get into that in just a second. But if you enjoyed the episode here this evening, please go like, comment, share, and, of course, subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. We have tons of game previews, team previews as well, legends interviews, looking at profiles for players, coaches, and just some of the game's greatest uh, just figures in that regard. Like I said, Facebook, YouTube, 100 Yards Football, and our podcast. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, every single week you can find our shows on whatever networks you like, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Go over there and check us out. Let's get into it. Falcons and Packers already going to be off to a great start here. Both these teams coming off big wins in week one. Let's talk about the hometown team, the Atlanta Falcons, and what they did in week one that impressed us. So they got the win against the Carolina Panthers, 24-10 at home at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which was rocking. Had a lot of fans there, and everyone went away with a smile on their face and a win in the books. Desmond Ritter in his in the first game of the season, 15-18 passing, only 115 yards, one touchdown. Everyone was saying, oh, how come he's not throwing the ball a whole lot more? How come he didn't throw the ball more? Well, if you look at the running game and what they did, that's the reason why. 26 carries in total combined between Tyler Algier, who had a great year last year, and the brand-new rookie who they drafted in their first-round pick, and Bajan Robinson coming out of Texas. Both those guys did tremendous. Both averaged over five yards of carry. Algier got in the end zone twice. Bajan, he's still waiting for that first touchdown on the ground, but we know he got one on the air, first receiving touchdown, and a tremendous move he made. Uh, he led the team in receptions with six, though, from the backfield for 27 yards. Kyle Pitts, only two catches. I see him a little bit more involved. And Drake London, shut out, only targeted once. No catches and no other stats for him on the day. But look at this Falcons team. I thought they looked really well with the offense in terms of their running. I thought also that uh, Ritter did well for the times he had to throw the ball. He looked comfortable. But, man, this team looked really solid. This is what they've been working with the last couple of years and it's really, I think, starting to click with their offense and how they're able to just run the ball, push it down your throat, and really just get the defense tired. And that way you can just do freely whatever you want. If you want to do some sweeps to the outside, if you want Ritter to throw the ball here and there, you can do so. You just got to tire out that defense, and that's exactly what Atlanta did this past week. But the offense was solid. I'm not saying it wasn't. But the real show for this team was the defense. And that's something that really in the last couple of years – we haven't really been able to say for the Falcons with their off with their defense. Rather, they were able to get pressure on the quarterback. They were playing great in the backfield. In total, they got two sacks. They also got a handful of interceptions. And my goodness, Jesse Bates the third. Have yourself a coming out party. Two interceptions for him. And also led the team in tackles with ten, tied with Troy Anderson. Just a phenomenal showing for that Falcons team. And I think their defense, man. So we've been saying for years, if they can get a good defense, if they can start getting pressure on the quarterback. This team has some good potential to take it pretty far this year. They showed that week one, and my goodness, they uh, <laughs> they had a pretty rough welcome uh, for Bryce Young into the NFL. He got sacked a few times, threw a handful of interceptions. Uh, hey, that's just how it is, man. Welcome to the NFL, Bryce Young, week one. Falcons got the big win in that one. I was very impressed week one. 
Vincent, how did you feel about the win against the Panthers last week? And what what can they do to beat the Packers in week two? I'm going to say this about the Atlanta Falcons. I don't mean to really – I don't want to offend nobody today here in Falcons Nation. Um, you're supposed to win that football game last week. You was true. playing a rookie quarterback. It was his first game. Obviously, he was the difference in the game with his two interceptions. Um, I'm going to start with the offense. Mr. Robinson out of Texas, I say he's the next Michael Vick. He's going to have the Mercedes being on fire this year. Mm-hmm. You saw what he can do on that 11-yard reception. Basically, it was what I call excitement, explosion, yeah. a special player. Then he had that 20-yard run, 21-yard run that set up the Falcons' second touchdown early in the fourth quarter. Running the football, that's the Falcons' way. I see what Arthur Smith is doing. They had 130 yards rushing. Desmond Ritter. This is my concern. This is no disrespect to the Falcon Nation out there. 115 yards is not going to get it done in the league if you're talking about being a championship football team. It's not going to happen. Maybe against a Carolina team that's starting a rookie quarterback his first game, number one overall pick, you can do that. The thing that stuck out to me the most, Kyle Pitts, your playmaker on the outside with two receptions. Drake London, your first-round pick last year, zero receptions. That can't happen. I don't care how much you're going to run the football. Yeah, you can run the football for 140, 150 yards, but you're not going to do that every game, Logan. You got to be able to go down the field and have some explosive plays. You got to get all your playmakers in the game. Now I will say this. The Falcons knew one thing. They had to get better defensively. Jesse Bates and Caden Ellis, marvelous. I think Atlanta, after the first game, now they was playing against a rookie quarterback in Bryce Young. I want to really put that out before we started getting excited here on 100 yards football. That young man threw two picks that really decided the football game. But I was satisfied with Miss Jesse Bates. Excellent pickup, worth the money. Ten tackles, two interceptions, one forced fumble. Look like he's going to be a pro bowler this year. Kate Nellis, nine tackles. No question about it, the Falcons have approved defensively. But to me, for them, we're talking about championship level. They're going to have to score more points and get more passes in the passing game and more yardage. Because this week, coming to the Mercedes-Benz Dome, Jordan Love is a fourth-year guy that understudied under Aaron Rodgers. His game last week against Chicago, go back and look at it. He was a young man that was going down the field <laughs> – Green Bay is not going to be like Carolina. I'm going to let you take over and get your keys for the Packers. Yes, sir. Talking about the Packers, I'm and Jordan Love in his first week, I didn't know how he would look just because, like you mentioned, Vincent, he's been the understudy for Aaron Rodgers for all those years. This is really his first official game starting in all that time. Everyone was wondering how he'd look, and he looked pretty solid. 15 to 27 passing, 245 yards. Three touchdowns, no INTs, only sacked once. And he did it all without his best receiver. Let's not forget uh, Christian Watson did not play in that game. Not sure if he's going to play in week two against the Falcons. Still dealing with that hamstring injury. But looking at what they did, man, they were just carving up that Bears defense. Scored 38 points in week one. The rushing core, Aaron Jones, Patrick Taylor, A.J. Dillon, all those gentlemen putting in work respectively. But we all know coming into this season, Vincent, the real story with the Packers was with Aaron Rodgers gone, that defense had to step up. And my goodness, it looked really, really strong in week one against the Bears team who signed a lot of players this offseason. We had a lot of hype around them coming into this ball game, 
and they shut all that down very quickly. Four sacks as a squad, was able to get some good work in. Quay Walker also got a pick six, took it to the house for also looking well. So if I'm Green Bay coming into this game, really just got to keep playing what you did last week. Have that strong defense. Make Desmond Ritter feel that pressure. Like you said, you got four sacks last week against Justin Fields. How many can you grab this week against the Atlanta Falcons will remain to be seen. What if Christian Watson's coming back? That's great. You got a good target. But who else is going to step up? Last time, the last receiving core, or the guy who got the most catches last week, Romeo Dobbs, four catches on the day for him. But he did get two touchdowns, so not too shabby for him. So they had a really just, they spread out the offense. They did a really good job, I think, a good game plan in general uh, with the win against the Bears. And I was, I came away very impressed by this Packers team. They didn't like they really missed a beat with Aaron Rodgers gone. Yeah, the yardage might have went down a little bit in the passing game in week one. But overall, I was still very impressed with Green Bay and how they came out and handled business against the Chicago Bears team, who they're still trying to get that upper hand. It's like the big brother and little brother, Vincent. The Bears, we thought that this year might be it. They can't. They had a good opportunity. They squandered it week one, though. Packers got the win. How can, they, how can Green Bay win against the Atlanta Falcons in week two? Um, I'm going to say this. When Aaron Rodgers uh, left Green Bay, decided to go over to the New York Jets, I was reading a lot of stuff that the Packers were going to take a step back, but people mm-hmm. tend to forget. Go back to last season, Sunday night football against the Philadelphia Eagles when Aaron Rodgers got hurt that game and Jordan Love came in and played marvelous, played at another level in the second half against the Eagles. This is a gentleman that can play. Um, I don't have to say no more. 15 out of 27, 245 yards, averaged almost nine yards of completion, three touchdowns last week. And the thing that really, really brought me to my mind, think about the relationship between the head coach, Matt LaFleur, and Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Man, come on. They did not get along. (laughs) Matt LaFleur, a good-looking young guy, took over the head coaching job. You knew him and Aaron Rodgers were bumping heads. But I'm going to tell you something. Before they kick off, I saw Jordan Love come up to Coach LaFleur, and they embraced. They hugged like brothers. And if people think Green Bay is just going to take a step back in the north, in the NFC North, and Detroit is the team, I'm sorry. They still got Aaron Jones. Two receptions last week, 86 yards. And then the receiving core. Christian Watson didn't play last week. But Romeo Dobbs, like he might be a star. Luke Musgrove. Three receptions, 50 yards last week, 16 yards a reception. Man, Green Bay is not going to miss a beat with Jordan Love under center. And they come into the dome, and let me tell you something, we're going to really see how good the Atlanta Falcons defense is going to be this week. And you got the Georgia connection coming back to the dome. Remember, Devontae Wyatt, where did he play college football at? Georgia. He's coming back as a star nose tackle. What did he do last week against Chicago? 1.5 sacks, two tackles for loss, three tackles. Preston Smith out of Stone Mountain, Georgia, by way of Mississippi State. He had five tackles. And then Quay Walker, where did he play ball at? Georgia had an interception return for a touchdown. I am really want to see what the Atlanta Falcons are going to be this week. I've been listening to a lot of people on talk radio here in the Atlanta area, and they said, well, Green Bay is an automatic win. No, I don't think so. The Falcons, Desmond Ritter, you're going to have to have more than 115 yards passing this week. If not, the Atlanta Falcons 
I don't see them beating the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay is going to come in here and put some points on the board. Yes, they are. All right, Mr. Turn the time for our final score predictions. For me, this is going to be a close ball game. I do expect this one to be a well-scoring one as well. I want to see some high scores. I want to see Desmond Ritter get it rolling on offense. So with that, I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers. I'm going to have them get the win this one, but I'm going to go with a close score. Give me the Packers, 31, and give me the Atlanta Falcons, 28, just a three-point ball game. I expect this one to be a close battle in week two. Mr. Turner, what are your thoughts and who's going to win? I'm going to say this. I'm a Desmond Ritter believer. I think last week Arthur Smith felt comfortable running the football. The game was going in the direction that the Falcons really didn't have to let Mr. Ritter put the ball up a lot because they were playing against a rookie quarterback, man. Mm-hmm. And you saw what happened. I'm going to say it one more time. He threw two picks that decided the game in Bryce Young. This week, if the Falcons are going to win the football game, Desmond Ritter's got to have a lot more yards in the pass game. And Drake. Drake London has got to be a factor. I'm going to go with the Falcons, thinking those two things are going to happen. The Falcons 27, Green Bay 24. All right, going to be a close ball game. Can't wait to watch it this upcoming Sunday. It's going to be a great one. Hey, as always, Miss Turner, appreciate you coming on the show, talking some NFL football with me. I've been your host and producer this evening, Logan Landers. Once again, if you enjoyed the episode, like, comment, share, and subscribe on Facebook and YouTube, and check out our podcast anywhere you enjoy listening to your shows. It's been a pleasure, as always. Go home this weekend, enjoy some football, and we'll talk to you again. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.